Welcome to another episode of the Rent Stories podcast, where we talk to New Yorkers about renting in the city. Today, we have a very exciting guest and an announcement to share. First, our guest today is Rodolfo Delgado. Rodolfo is a serial entrepreneur, a real estate and tech professional, a sales and marketing strategist. He has led the creation of real estate mobile apps and websites to bring transparency to the residential real estate market, a mission that we here at Rent City love and agree with. He's the co-founder and CEO of Replay Listings, the first platform to find apartments for rent in New York City focused on unedited videos the company that aims to bring more honesty to the real estate industry. Rodolfo is also a member of the Forbes Real Estate Council, and you can find his thought leadership everywhere you get the internet. Welcome, Rodolfo. Thank you, Naimu. Thank you for that warm intro. That was very accurate. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. So um, I'm really excited to talk to you today because uh, we share a common love. We're both trying to crack the nut of real estate transparency, and uh, it's a battle. Um, you know, there's a lot of competition out there. You know, the stakeholders in the space don't make it easy to reform the system. And uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic still, in the second wave of it here in New York. Uh, so, you know, that's one of the reasons why we were so thrilled to talk to you because replay started this digital wave of real video content that walks people through their future apartments and you saw this social distancing thing coming before it was a figment of our imagination and it's amazing what you've built um, so tell us about replay listings you know how did you come up with the idea yeah the thank you and that's a great question um, it all started back when I came to New York to get a master's degree right at NYU a master's in technology. And while I was getting my master's degree, I wanted to get a passive form of income as well. And I've, I've, I come from a real estate family through and through. My dad has been doing real estate all his life, my grandfather as well. And so naturally I wanted to, to get a sense of what that industry looked like in New York. I became a real estate agent and on my day-to-day -day life, I was a real estate agent for a couple of years and I got to see and experience firsthand the friction points that real estate agents have every day, right? I feel like for you to understand why I'm so passionate about what I do and about replay listings, you have to understand what I'm thinking. Um, when somebody says the words real estate, um, I, was, I was speaking with a friend of mine earlier and we were sharing stories regarding our experience in real estate, residential real estate. I was sharing one in which I remember being at my office a couple of years ago and there was this lady with me, a client of mine, and she just started pouring, like crying in the middle of the office. And she was having a very vulnerable moment because apparently her and her partner had just decided to end a very long-term relationship. And they decided that it was no longer fit for them to live together. And she found herself at her office without a home. And that's what I, when I think about real estate, I think about that opportunity to help people like that. By the end of that day, my client left the office with a new home and she was a really tough nut to crack because, you know, there was bad credit involved. It was difficult because she was not from the U.S. So there was a lot of um, obstacles in the middle, but you know what? I feel like real estate agents sometimes have a negative connotation, especially here in New York. When you tell the word real estate agent to any given New Yorker, their immediate reaction is usually not positive. 
<laughs> I mean, it's it. Well, I I think you before we uh, we delve into that what that that anecdote is so telling of the the need for the work that you're doing now, and and it's hard for people to recognize this, but there's something so fundamental and essential in the work that real estate agents do. They help you find your shelter. How did you get started with replay? What is the um, what is the the first meeting that you had and and how did you take that and and turn it into the platform that we can access now yeah well with stories like the one that i just shared i started realizing that the biggest friction point that i saw in my clients that walk into my office every day and we met like 20 clients every single day the most consistent friction point that they had was that the data that they were looking at online and the real apartment looked nothing like you know, oftentimes, how many times have you found yourself navigating the internet and you see this apartment and it is amazing. You see this amazing um, master bedroom and an amazing kitchen and amazing blah, blah, blah. And then you get there and you realize that the kitchen is actually literally next to the bed, but they don't show that because pictures don't show the real thing. It's so easy to manipulate a picture. And so with that discrepancy came, like, came the idea and I realized I started FaceTiming with my clients. I started taking videos with them and I saw this huge response on their side, so much so that I went to a friend of mine and who's now the co-founder of our company, Max Podolsky. And I went to him and I said, Max, I think that we really, there's a big opportunity here and I think that we should act on it. And so we started conducting kind of like market tests. We created an Instagram account with only videos and we got over 3000 followers in a matter of weeks. So people were craving this, this service. And I feel like I've been working very hard for the past decade to position myself in a very unique circumstance because I have real estate background. I have design background because I'm an architect by profession. And I also have technology background now with my master's degree and the contacts that I've made through NYU as well. And with all of that together, kind of like we were able to cook what the, the company that we now have with the amazing team of developers that we now have working for you every day so that you get to find, you know, the next place to, home, the, to call home by experiencing videos virtually as if you were there. And right now, especially during a time in the pandemic, you know, you don't want to give yourself or any broker more time to have to go and visit 20 different apartments and expose yourself to any virus. So having these videos, I feel, feel like helps everyone. It helps agents and renters. So, so where is the business right now? I mean, uh, you, you've, uh, you've launched, you've been around for a couple of years, you've collected a lot of information, you've got uh, your Instagram has grown, the social media properties, people are still looking for that content. So, so where are you at right now? And what does the future hold for you? What is the next awesome. round? That's, that's, those are great questions. Um, so we were founded in 2017. So we've been around for a, li a little over three years now. I would argue maybe closer to four. Um, we have helped already over 100,000 people during their search for a, for, for a new home, right? Uh, we have a very robust website, an Android and an iOS mobile app. Um, the apps have been an incredible tool that we've built for agents primarily. So if you're a real estate agent, usually you have to go take pictures, come back to the office or to your place, download the pictures, usually brighten them, create a description, upload them to different platforms. It takes forever. By the time that you advertise anything, the apartment's likely to be gone. 
And that's why usually real estate agents need to almost recur to bait and switch, right? And the tools that we have built allow you as a real estate agent to advertise something before you even leave the building. There's no descriptions. Why? Because we allow the video to do the talking for you, right? So the way that it works is you're a real estate agent, either you're showing a client or you're just previewing what's out there. You step into the property, you open up your app and you take a quick 60 second video. Now with the pandemic, we allow you up to two minutes, right? You shoot a quick video of the property. Immediately, we tell you all of the, we ask for all the information like amenities and size and price and everything. And just like that, you create an ad. It's super easy and it's a very efficient way to giving your property the exposure that it deserves to have. How do, um, how do those agents feel about having this mechanism that they didn't have before? You know, I, I know that a lot of uh, uh, agents these days are hearing that um, people want to see videos and that's, a, that's something that you had the foresight to build at the core of your application. And now they, they see that somebody has already figured out how to make that into something that is exposed online, it's discoverable. And they don't have to go through a lot of work to get that video out there. Are they are they happy to have this tool? Are they giving you that positive Absolutely. feedback? Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for asking because the, the response has been amazing, especially on the side of agents, because we're making their jobs a little bit easier. And as you know, real estate agents are really hard workers. The average real estate agent in New York makes less than 40K a year, and they're working Saturdays and Sundays you know, uh, rescheduling their social life and their agenda to meet your needs, to show you the property when you need and when you can see it. They work really hard and I'm really proud to be able to offer them any kind of tool that would make their jobs easier. Now you ask how they feel about it and I have my cell phone right here and I'm, I have very easy access to the testimonials that agents give us and I wanna quote one of them because I really liked it. Um, this is. This is by Alexander Sakharin. He's a real estate agent at GCB Realty. He's one, if not the top performer at that company. And he said, and I quote, you guys completely changed the way that we work just by changing the way that we collect and share information. That's the end of the quote. And I really like it because it encapsulates what we aim to do every day. We're trying to make it easier for you, the real estate agent, to share and to collect the data and to organize every listing that you have. We create kind of like a database with all of your listings really well-structured. Um, and for an agent that's organized and that has all of his material you know, in the right place, that really transpires in the quality of work that they can usually give their clients, right? A, a client's experience is gonna be really shaped by the way that we work. You couldn't have asked for a, a, a more essential encapsulation of the process that you have behind your system and a, a more resounding endorsement. That's, um, that's, that's a great thing to, to be able to hear about your company, I'm sure. So, you know, you're, you're really deep in the New York City real estate ecosystem. Now you, you founded this prop tech company after years of experience as a real estate agent yourself and being able to translate all of the lessons you've learned into the technology you've built. Uh, today, you also write articles monthly for Forbes and you're an architect. Why, why this level of passion for real estate? You know, you started on this at the beginning a little bit, but I really want to dig into this more. What, what is it about the experience of being immersed in New York City real estate that, that motivates you so much to understand it on all of the levels that you're trying to? 
Oof, it's it's a it's a really I, I feel like the answer to that question is is more complex than, than I thought it would be. Um, I don't know. I feel like real estate it's it's really a beautiful thing. You know, back back when I was studying architecture, when I was, you know, in my 20s, early 20s, I opened up a company with my brother-in-law. He he's a civil engineer. And what we used to do in my early days as an architect is we used to buy a piece of property, a piece of land, design a home, build the home and sell it for profit. And that was our business. And very early on, I learned that one of the key ingredients to our success was the careful selection of the property that we're going to you know, build that house in. Location is everything. It's so important for, because it... it it depends on where you work. It depends on who you're with. It depends on so many factors, what, what the perfect location is going to be for you. It's almost like a matching system. You know, we need to pair you up with the right location for you. And since then, I, I feel I started, I started trying to find out how real estate works and the mosaic of prices in different neighborhoods. And, and I feel like that's when I dived into that world of real estate and I've been it for, for, decades now over a decade uh and yeah it, it brings me serenity to know that with all of these skills that i have i can cook a platform i can create a company that will really end up being a helpful tool yeah for people hopefully even all around the world yeah you know course. because this 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 platform shouldn't be restricted to only new york city there's so many places in which this would work yeah, for sure. Definitely. And you, you're taking all of the things you've learned lately about technology and the role of technology in informing us as consumers and the behavioral characteristic of consumers today is that they're looking for more information than they've ever wanted before and they have access to it. So they have the expectation that they're going to get lots of information. That's what That's motivated true. us to you know gather all these reviews about rental units in New York. And, and so you know, Amazing. The, the idea that the people know, and they are the ones that we should be listening to, not the filter of, of editors, brings me, I think, to one of the core features of your application. And, and one of the things that you really tout as a differentiator for you is that you have unedited video content, and you're really explicit about Correct. that. Can you tell us why that's important? And, and, and if um, you, know, you can give us the like, philosophical point of view, I think that's what our listeners are really looking for. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm happy you asked that as well. I feel like our, our visions, you know, replay listings and rent cities vision align really well in that we're both looking to understand what the consumer is searching for. And we're trying to provide them with the most accurate data. You know, when we were building the company, we looked at our competitors as anybody who wants to build a company should do. You know, you have to do your due diligence and understand which are the key players in that industry. And most of them had in common that the approach to build the foundation that was their company was the same, which was, you know, there's so many data out there. Let's just get it all and offer it to our consumers. And right now you go online into any given website that for rental or sell apartments and you go there and you're looking for an apartment in Manhattan and they tell you, we have 55,000 listings in here. And, and, and you're, you find yourself wondering, is, is that really true? I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of the listings out there are going to be duplicated or non-existent 
or so so they gather information from everyone so much so that they have you the consumer drowning in data you don't know right. what to pick you enter in paralysis because yeah. you don't know what's true and what's not anymore and so what we did is we were we're like you know what that's what everyone everyone else is doing let's take a different approach um, every listing that you find on replaylistings.com is was created for replaylistings.com meaning we do not syndicate data we're not asking for the for somebody else's data and then showing it to you we're creating it right and so in essence what we're trying to do is just create this database of very curated listings exclusive listings to replay listings so that you can really feel more comfortable knowing that whatever you find in our platform is going to be true and real. And it's and it's popular, right? You've had over 100,000 users search for their new home on your platform and as Rent City CMO, I can I can attest to how difficult it is to achieve that level of success. So, yeah, how did you reach that level of visibility? What kind of things did you put out in the marketplace to attract people and help them recognize that what you were doing is what they were asking for all along? Thank you. Um I feel like the the biggest the biggest secret as to our success with our with our major clients is that we've been really close to them for this three and a half years. You know, there's agents that have been using Replay for over three years now, and we try to maintain direct contact with them. I call them every month or so at least to see how they're doing, what's new, like what's your friction point, what are you struggling with these days to try to really open up that channel of communication between us and, their, and, and our clients. You know, as a company, I feel like you have to be so close to, to your client to really understand. Remember that they're not going to pay for features. Right. They're going to pay for you to solve a problem, for you to solve a pain. And that's what we've been trying to find out. And something that I really appreciate about your company, about rentcity.co, is that it allows you to bring more accurate real information, authentic information to the end consumer. Um, as, as most people already know who might be listening to this podcast or watching this, this video, Rent City offers not only what they call a Rent City score, right? That's a very, it's a very carefully crafted algorithm that will tell you um, how safe a building is or, or, or you know, uh, give you a rating in terms of, um, of, hospitality, let's say, and they also offer authentic tenant reviews. So if you're looking to look to, to live at a building, visiting rentcity.co could be really helpful because now you know what somebody inside of that building at the moment is feeling. I, I love hearing this. I mean, this is uh, very exciting for me to hear other people other than myself saying all these positive things about Rent City. And I hope Absolutely. that you and our listeners as consumers are, are getting a lot of benefit from it. And maybe maybe it's time to finally do this. We've been kind of beating around the bush. If you've been listening up to this point, you're you're hearing a lot of positivity between our companies because we like each other. And, and today we're Absolutely. really excited, I think, to announce a partnership between Replay Listings and Rent City. Um, Rodolfo, you did such a good job talking about both of our companies. Why don't you tell us about the partnership with Rent City and, and how the introductions of, uh, of the Rent City score and reviews from our site uh, could potentially enhance your platform? Absolutely. So as I said before, our vision aligned really well in which we're both trying to inform and give the consumer accurate data, right? 
That's that's our objective. And now, from now on, what's going to happen is that when you go into replaylistings.com and you click on any given apartment, if there's any tenant reviews available from Rent City, we're going to show it on our on our web pages as well. Why? Because now you're going to have a full video. So you're going to basically virtually experience the inside of the apartment as it really is. And you're going to have tenants reviews and the rent city score so that you can make a way more informed decision during your search for an apartment. You know, a lot of our users of replay listings are coming from abroad, whether it's from any city in the US or Europe or Mexico, wherever you're coming from. We have a lot of people coming from India as well and China. Um, and we love everyone and we want to give you the most accurate data possible. And I feel like Rent City is really going to enhance our efforts of being able to provide you with more transparency, which is what we're aiming for. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, we're we're completely in lockstep. And I think we'll both of us recognize that it's more than just uh, the movement to have better information or more uh user-mediated information, We're, we both see that technology in general is changing the rental landscape. You recently wrote an article in Forbes that was entitled, How Technology is Disrupting the Apartment Rental Experience, which immediately caught our eyes. And you, you mentioned in that that real estate is reactionary. What do you mean by that? Because I think people would love to get the deeper dive than what you're able to put into your article on this podcast. Yeah, no, and thank you for asking. Um, when I say that real estate and especially residential real estate is reactionary, when an industry is reactionary is when its players are willing and able to adapt to change, right? Let's say that you wanted to put your property right now on the market, right? Maybe you need to, maybe you don't, but you can choose. Let's say that I tell you right now and you start to notice that it's a buyer's market, not a seller's market you can choose to take it off the market or put it back again at any given moment. Like that, what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a flexible company within the real estate industry. Meaning that if we realize like now with the pandemic, we realize that maybe the needs of a real estate agent or a renter shift, right? We can be flexible enough, we're willing and we're able to adapt to your needs. And that's what I mean by real estate is reactionary. I mean, all of the players within the real estate industry, or at least most of them, um, are going to be willing and able to adapt to any kind of change. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, this is traditionally been kind of an opaque marketplace. You know, there's uh, not been a lot of transparency. There's not been a lot of technology enablement and platforms like ours are, are very new. You know, I think um, people are just starting to recognize how much more information that they can get. And, you know, it's, okay. it's not been easy. Like we, we've both been through the ringer of trying to bring a product to life in this highly competitive New York city environment. Um, I think people coming to this podcast are going to be just as interested in your entrepreneurship journey as they are in the work that you've done to elevate the you know interiors of apartments and make people understand how data can help them make better decisions. So you incorporate data in your life when you're uh, serving the role of product manager. Um, and a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this podcast because they love to see startup founders. You know, what, what is... Um, 
what are some of the lessons that you've learned about starting a tech company and bringing your product to life? A tough lesson that I learned was, and I, if, if I could advise anyone who has a great idea right now or is trying to start their own company, take time to build the right team, take time to build the right team. You need the right leadership. You need the right people behind, uh, behind you, next to you, working with you. Um, and the second thing that I would advise is really explore what shape your company is going to take and why. So for example, we started Replay Listings by creating a mobile app, right? And we started with iOS. Um, we could have used a platform, a, a coding platform that allowed us to create the app for both iOS, meaning Apple and Android devices at the same time. But we chose specifically native languages because we're projecting in the future to add virtual reality to our service. And for you to add that, you need native languages, or at least you needed that at the moment. So for us, it was all about finding out, is replay listings gonna be a platform? Is it gonna be a website, a web app, an iOS app, an Android app? What shape is it gonna take and why, right? That's just a, 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 from the very beginning, from the very starting point, Defining the shape that your idea or company is going to take is really important and really key to your success. Yeah. Knowing what you want to build is sometimes the hardest thing to figure out because there's so many things yeah. that you could put in. And, and when you are, when you're aligned with creative people and you uh, are all coming from different walks of life, you have so many experiences that you want to bring to bear and you want all yeah. of those features to be represented. So just paring down, this is why, you know, uh, with our CEO, uh, he teaches as an adjunct professor at Brew College. Uh, and we, um, wow. the team joined uh, one of his classes recently to talk about the minimum viable product, which is something that I think a lot of students are um, just hearing about for the first time when they step into a class like that and don't really recognize that minimum is one of the most important parts of that acronym, that just knowing that there are a couple features that are going to prove the concept and then everything else can wait is a very hard thing to do because you're excited Absolutely. about your idea. So yeah, we've had the same issue with Rent City. There are so many features on our roadmap that we can't wait to bring. And, um, you know, early on, we, we had the same recognition that you did that transparency is everything and that we want to be able to show people what it's like to live somewhere. And the, the, one of the first things that we found was the platform that you've already built. And we saw you done such a good job with it that rather than try and replicate Thank that, you. doing a partnership with you was the best way for us to collaborate. And so we're, Absolutely. we're really excited about this. Um, and I think that our, our entrepreneurship journey is is really aligned as well. That's uh, that's a cool realization that I've just had right now. Um, so yeah, one of the tw switching tracks a little bit, um, but not entirely because uh, we're still going to stay on the theme of rental experiences. One of the things that we like to ask our guests is um, about their personal experience living in uh, New York City as a renter. So what we ask is, what is the best rental experience you ever had and the worst rental experience you've ever had? So why don't we start with the best experience? Because I tend to find that the worst experience is a little more entertaining. So maybe we can close on that. <laughs> um one of the best experiences when I was a real estate agent helping clients find their home, um, the best experiences were, were when 
the first property that I showed was the one that I that they ended up taking, regardless of how many properties I show you. But I I was trained um, by great people within within what is now Corcoran. It's a real estate brokerages, and they 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 trained us really well to carefully select the properties that I'm going to show you as a client. So I ask you all of these questions to get to know you, right? And then before we meet, before we even have the first physical interaction, I already have a really good idea of the properties that I'm going to show you. The first one, the second one, all the way till the 10th property, you know, I know every single one of them. And my closing ratio was usually really good. One of the best I could argue at the company and, and not mine, but my teams. And it was because we were able to listen to your needs. And the first property that we showed you very, very, very often was the one that they ended up taking. And when a client says, Rodolfo, I cannot believe that I've been looking for an apartment for months and I've seen 50 different apartments. And the first one that you showed me was the one for me, that was my best rental experience because it it's a, it's a reflection of my experience and my ability to really make that rightful match. That's nice. I love that. Uh, I bet you'd wish you'd just gone with it the first time you saw it, though, and <laughs> didn't have to go and see a bunch of other places. But for you, that's research. I mean, that's, that's you know, that's what you have to do typically. Um, so what about your worst experience? Oof. Oof. My worst rental experience. Oh, my God. There's. Well, I feel like every experienced agent's has a fair share of worst experiences you know one of my worst was when a client stood me up and that was really really bad because i remember it was like mid-november it was either raining or snowing or both it was a terrible weather and i traveled about two hours on a sunday morning i guess it was it was like during the weekend in a morning I, I got up early, I put my suit and I was ready for my client. I did all my due diligence. You know, I, I, I invested hours in this client. I will never forget her name. Her name was Lucy. Lucy, if you're listening to this, you were really mean. <laughs> anyway, I traveled about maybe an hour and a half to get to the property that I needed to get to. And Lucy never came, you know, and, and, and being stood up with terrible weather, when you are inconveniencing, you know, our, we're humans as well, you know, we're entitled to have a, a weekend, you know, to, to recover from all of our hard work. For when clients just don't show up like that, it's really, really bad for brokers. So I, like the only thing, the only silver lining that I see from this experience is, is when you're visiting proper properties with a broker, please let them know in advance if you're not going to be able to show up. That's just a courtesy call. You know, even if it's a text, that's fine. But there's a lot of work that we invest into when it comes to our clients. And, and uh, that, that was a, a very, very bad experience that, that I feel like a lot of agents recurrently have. Especially now, I mean, you're even taking a personal health risk to go out and meet your client today. And, um, you know, and the, you, you put so much work into this and it's a turbulent time for everybody. So everyone listening, be nice to your brokers. You know, they're trying to yeah. get you into your new home. They're trying to do right by you. They're trying to meet your expectations. So, you know, don't leave Rodolfo hanging out in the rain. That's not nice. Yeah, exactly. Why'd well, you do that? Anyone. 
anyone. Yeah, don't leave anyone hanging. Yeah, don't leave anybody there, hanging. Right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just don't be that guy or that person. Well, I can I can be confident <laughs> that uh, Rent City and Replay listings are not going to leave each other hanging. I, I, I foresee a really strong partnership Absolutely. between our companies. So um, I well, agree. With that, you know, this is uh, that's it for our latest episode of Rent Stories. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed hearing from Rodolfo Delgado, Check out his articles in Forbes. If you want more transparency in your rental search, check out video walkthroughs of apartments on replay listings, now featuring Rent City scores. If you like this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to visit us on rentcity.co to help end renters remorse. Rodolfo, thank you so much. This was amazing. Thank you for having me. This was really nice.